Hello and welcome back to the Banter Munich podcast with me, Rick Saunders. Joining me this week in the winning circle is Carl Pierce. Hello, Race. Hello, hello, sir. And in the loser lane is Liam Hall. This feels very strange. I. It's very weird to hear your voice again. Carl, Carl do you remember last time we podcast? Liam, Liam. You know what? I've got something to say to you. Oh, yeah? Who's Well, I mean, Carl, Carl, Carl before... You can't tell what film I watched no, 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 recently, no, no. can you? Before you go on to that, do you remember... So, isn't that ironic that, you know, we say, you know, we start searching for West Brom win. Suddenly, Reese comes back. <sighs> What you want about Reese comes back? Shut up. Bit of a strange one, isn't it? <laughs> I've, I've never known him so eager to record a podcast, you know. <laughs> very weird. I can't make, can't make head or tail of it. <laughs> and what, what, what really weirds me out is like, um, some, like a Saturday, you're just like, hey guys, we should really record now. Let's do it as soon as possible. Because he wants to very, get rid of you. It's very strange. I mean, you, you know. Um, it's like after we win a game, and to be honest, I just didn't want to. I just want to get out talking to you as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a simple answer, Liam. No, <laughs> oh, sure, sure, okay. But no, no, as, as, as Liam has ruined it for everybody, we're here to talk about uh, West Brom versus Chelsea, uh, Manchester United, ver- I forgot who Man United played, Jesus uh, Christ. Yes, it was, it was, because there was something that happened in that game that is contentious. Well, Man United versus Brighton and the absolute mugging at the Emirates of Liverpool versus Arsenal. But we, you know what? We're not going to start with West Brom. We're not going to start West Brom because I'm going to I'm going to build myself up to this. We're going to start with the game that happened on Sunday. But actually, before we get to the games, guys, before we get to the games, how have you been, Carl? How have you been? I've been all right, thank you very much. Getting back to work and sorting the shop out, ready for reopening. Seeing a couple of friends because we were allowed to see friends outside at a distance, and we stuck rigidly to those rules, honest. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's good. That's good. I, I, myself, yeah, I've, I've had the same as you. So on, uh, you know, I've I've seen some friends that I haven't seen in nearly a year. We had, sorry, pardon me. We had a, a lovely drink together on a Friday um, Friday night. Yeah, uh, watched the football with uh, some friends as well on the Saturday. We just had a nice laugh, and it was just an, it's nice to be there. But what I've been serious though, I am still following the, the guidelines. I'm still two meters apart. It's there's not like a congregation of us. It's a few people, and we are still distancing before people go. Who knew he's going to get crazy for us? Everybody suck on my balls, um, <laughs> but. No, no, it's it's been nice to get back into some form of normality. Um, but yeah, it's been nice, Carl. Thank you for asking. Um, I mean, do we do we ask him, Liam? Liam how have you... Yeah, nice, nice, nice to know, Liam. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> no, Liam, how have you been since our, since our last talk to each other? I was in a really, really good mood um, until today. So yeah, I, I have, I have been really, really good. <laughs> did you see? Did you see your reflection? No, well, actually, you, 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 your name came up whilst you were calling me um, for this podcast, and for some reason, I just got a shiver down my spine. I, I, I couldn't explain what it was. 
It's the presence of an alpha, mate. That's what it is. That's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. A, a shiver of mediocrity. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's what you said, wasn't it? It is, it is. No, no, it is, Liam. I, you know, I, um, I, I feel for you, mate. I feel for, uh, I feel for you basking in my glory. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's a nice feeling for you, Liam. But, you know, I just wanted to move out now. I don't like you here. Go away. That's what that smell was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a PG podcast. <laughs> I'm being a nice person. I'm being nice today, Carl. I'm being nice. I can't say what I normally say, but I'll text you, Carl, what I meant. <laughs> but no, no. So, yeah, we've, we've it's, but just before we, just before we uh, move on, though, there's some big news coming out that... Um, 8,000 fans will be allowed into the Carabao Cup final um, at Wembley. I, for one, cannot wait to see fans back in football. It's it's the one thing that's been missing from the... Okay, it's nice to have football during this whole pandemic, everything like that, but football without fans is just absolutely shocking. <laughs> just to hear that 8,000 fans are going to be in Wembley, I don't care that it's only 8,000, it's still a fantastic thing to hear and to see again. It'd be interesting to see if teams' home forms start improving as well because it's been unprecedented this season for the amount of away victories because of uh, a lack of fans. Yeah, no, no, I, mm. I, I agree. Though. I agree. Though. I mean, you look at it, Leicester have had the Leicester suffered big time from the, the the lack of home fans. I mean, you know, their away form is so much better than the home form, and they're the biggest casualties casualties of it. But I mean, I just like the fact that now we that the UK seems to have hold it out of its arse and actually following restrictions and stuff like that now which is nice yeah we're definitely getting there it feels like we have i mean you know i've i, I i've got my i've had my first vaccine as well which was which is really nice um that's why i wasn't here for the last podcast unfortunately uh, i had some side fix to the vaccine but i'm okay now i'm back i'm raring to go um yeah he's, and, he's yeah. only got one one arm 10 times bigger than the other so it's been yeah. a Constant yeah. wanking. Constant. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I look like Quagmire when he discovers Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it, it's it's. Um, if I could just be nice, it's been it's nice talking to you boys again. It really is. But let's get cracking with the football. So we're gonna start off with uh, Manchester United versus Brighton at Old Trafford. Man United running out two one winners. Goals from uh, Marcus Rashford and, and Mason Greenwood uh, after going behind to a Danny Welbeck goal. Um, I, not a convincing victory for Man United. I want to say not a convincing victory at all. Um, no, I think again, like last we we've definitely suffered from the lack of fans at home and the home games. We just we just. Can't get going in some matches at all, and we only really started playing in the second half. Yeah, I just got, I mean, in the first half, you didn't register a single shot on target, and I think Brighton took a well deserved lead through Danny Welbeck. Um, mm. and it, it, it was, um, they, they I mean, Brighton them go for three consecutive Premier League victories, and start, as I said, started off really, really well. Um, and yeah, they, they deserved the lead. And Man United in the first half was sluggish, was slow, didn't look interested. They didn't look like a team that was second in the league and go for Champions League football. They were just really, really poor on the ball. But second half, I mean, Ollie must have threatened them with shower time. 
must have done some of that because you know they, they played a they played a lot better. Still, um, still not quite it's, you know Man United quality, but better than the first half nonetheless. I mean, sometimes you need to win ugly though. That is just and that is a sign of a good team sometimes. Mm, it can be, it can be. To be fair, I think it shows. Uh, I think when you go back to their goal, it shows um, Lindelof's. Um, gets exposed again when it comes to clearing headers because you see him trying to make this jump with his header and getting nowhere near it. It's... Yes. <laughs> he, does have a, he does have a serious weakness when it comes to uh, defending aerial attacks. Credits to Bryson, though. I, I, I think they're really good at actually building up their play. It, it seems like they're missing like the kind of final shot, but you can see there's some like, positive... Like groundwork there, at the very least. I mean, this is the best I've seen Welbeck play for ages. You play teams, players play against, ex players play against us, and they become like prime Messi all of a sudden. <laughs> never, I never thought I'd hear those words <laughs> prime Messi and Danny Welbeck in the same sentence. <laughs> no, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean, but he was. I, I said I think I think he played really well. It's and also it's nice to see Danny Welbeck getting a, a sustained run in the team after all mm-hmm. the injury worries he's had. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see him playing week in week out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ex player for both uh, mine and Liam's team, so uh, and he does have a habit of scoring against us. Yeah, yeah it's never really quite happened for him, which is always a bit, it was always a bit sad to be honest because I always quite liked him as a player. I was shocked that United sold him to, to Arsenal to be honest with them, when they did, but we're not here to talk. So, but yeah, he took I mean, he took his goal well. It was a good goal, but he was involved in another contentious decision involving uh, Harry Maguire. Was it a penalty? I don't know. I mean, at first I thought it was, but I mean, both commentators, though, they're shit ones. They, they were pretty <laughs> convinced it wasn't a goal and it uh, wasn't a penalty and VAR did review it and uh, they decided it wasn't a penalty. I mean, he did sort of push him off the ball, but it wasn't like a, a really sort of reckless challenge or not. But I don't know. I don't know. I've seen him given, that's for sure. Liam? I was... I, I, again, it was a kind of tough one. But, I mean, you know, usually we kind of do slag off Man United for, you know, quite fairly for getting away with stuff or getting decisions, like, you know, in their favour. I, I don't think it was a penalty, but I... I, I I don't know. It could have been given. What what what, what do you think, Reese? Penalty. I th- I think. I mean, it was. It, it was that same one. Yeah, I think it was penalty. It was. It's ridiculous the fact that it's it's. I think in, in any other game this would have been given. I think I'm not. I'm not just saying because it's Man United and everything like that. But I'm just saying that it looks like it. For me, it's a penalty, and it, it would have been given anywhere else. If it was Man United in that situation, would it have been given as a penalty? That's the thing. I, mean, I, have no, I have noticed Maguire seems to be in a similar bracket to Harry Kane where he seems to get away with a lot of stuff other players would definitely get booked for. I don't know if that's because of his England status. Might be because he's got a fucking slab it, probably. I don't think that's going uh, to do with it. <laughs> yeah, the referee's getting a bit getting nutted. But I, I, I think for me it was a penalty and I think Brighton has been robbed a lot through VAR decisions not going their way. And I think it's why they find themselves where they are. Because let's be honest, 
they're a very, very good team to watch mm. play football. Very good team to watch play football. And Graham Potter is a fantastic coach. And I, I, if I wasn't in, if my team wasn't in the relegation, You right, Reese? Hello, Reese. We seem to have lost Reese, unfortunately. I thought that was me. Well, I, <laughs> what I think he was going to say, but if his team wasn't in the relegation zone, he would absolutely support Bryson, and he actually prefers Bryson to West Brom anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not what he was going to say. But... I, think I, I, think I, I, think, I think I was right. But I really... I mean, you're, an abs- you're an absolute dick. No, I wasn't going to say that. Sorry about that. Uh, my my phone decided to kick me out of Skype for some reason. Um, <laughs> well, we kept it going. No one will ever notice. That's good. That's good. No, so no. What I was going to say, no. Brighton don't deserve to be where they are. The way that they play football is really fun to watch. And um, if my team wasn't in a relegation battle, if we could say we're in a battle, then um, I, I I would want. I mean, I'd want Brighton to stay up. They're a very good team to watch. A very exciting team to watch. When all their players are on uh, on on song, um, but Manchester United, though, as Liam said, they they won they won ugly. Greenwood taking uh, he's taking his finish well after a Paul Pogba uh, miss hit. It's nice to see Greenwood in the team. I hope that he could kick on. Mm. Yeah, I think he needs to start. Uh, Cavani has shown his. He seems to have a better impact coming off the bench than when he starts for some reason. I don't think he's. Ever, I don't think he's ever scored when he started the match, but he has got a few in when he's come on as a sub. Weirdly, yeah. No, that's the thing. I think could it be his age and it takes him a bit to get going or something like that. I don't know, but I, I, I think it was just it was it was nice to see Greenwood starting, nice to see Greenwood getting a goal and. Uh, Rashford, I think, had one of his better, uh, better games this season. Uh, Bruno Fernandes was Bruno Fernandes. Oh, it's happened to him again. Yeah, Bruno Fernandes was wonderful. He was definitely going to say that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think he was going to say that he would have been too good for West Bromwich Albion. I think that's what he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly but, um, too good for Arsenal. Oh yeah, well everyone is. Um, but no, but uh, hello, Reese. So sorry about this. Um, <laughs> if if it kicks me out again, then you, you guys are just gonna have to finish without me. But um, I think Bruno Fernandez is the same. Want, uh, West Brom versus Chelsea, then just to, just in case. Yes. Can get yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no. So yeah. Um, so West Brom versus Chelsea, the <laughs> biggest shock of the. Uh, Premier, I think probably biggest shock of the Premier League season this season. Um, West Brom five, Chelsea two. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, lads. I was so shocked that this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was watching the game, and to be honest, we we actually started really well. We started the game very well. We we're playing good football. We were just. Yeah, we're just playing very well, and then um, 27 minutes played. Alonso free kick hit the post, and Pulisic um, finished from close range. And I was thinking, oh, here we fucking go. Here we go. However, Thiago Silva, uh, 10 games he hasn't played for, comes back in within half an hour, sent off. Um, I think fairly. I think he. Yeah, I think. Really. But I think. 
both yeah, were no both both were yellow cards. Yeah. Uh, well, what was he thinking about the second one? I mean, to be honest, the second one he was the second one he was going to block the shot. However, he misjudged how far he could jump. <laughs> he was also going two. Le- it looked like he was going two legs, I and mean, maybe it's just the camera angle. But I was a bit like, really? Yeah. What exactly? Why were you doing what you were doing? But I mean, I won't complain. Um, <laughs> I was very happy. Um, and then, but then you think of ten, ten men. Um, you know, teams do struggle against ten men. Not this game. Uh, uh, Sam Johnson's di- direct ball cleared everybody in Pereira with that lovely little lob mm. uh, brought us level and then he again he scored in the 45th 49th minute gave us a lead at half time which is crucial I think uh, do you know Tiago do you know Sam Johnson has more assists than Tiago <laughs> and and Traore, doesn't he yes he has more assists than pro- most people uh, <laughs> and then and then you look at it, I thought we were going to struggle because we, we had we lost Ivanovic, we lost Dara Shay. I was thinking, oh, we'd be going to struggle. It brings on Callum Robinson. What a second half he had. Um, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He really was. What a cross by Furlong, though, for that for our third goal. Oof! Just picked it out. Nice little side foot volley, put us 3-1 ahead. At this point, lads, I was, I think, I, I thought I smoked weed. I was high at this point. <laughs> I was so um, confused. <laughs> Must have been. I had to. I had to double. I had to double check the score. I was like, and then we got to four, and then we got four one. Dianya taking his finish really well. Again, at this point, I thought that I died. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that I was. I was taken to heaven. We were four one up, and we were just thinking. I was thinking at this point, where the hell has this West Brom been all season? Where has this West Brom been? Um, and then I was, and then when Mason Mount scored. I was there going, oh no, here we go. It's going to be, it's going to be another four. It's going to be another three-three game. It's going to be four-four this time. Jesus Christ! And then Cal Robinson, uh, but we we held out. Uh, we played really well. But then ninety-first minute, uh, Robinson scoring again to put it five-two. Um, if you were Thomas Tuchel, and you were told that your first defeat as Chelsea manager would come to West Brom, would you have believed it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I mean, there's obviously something about Chelsea you like. I mean, you scored three goals against them in the first match you played. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it's. Well, I, I said I said it to you that thirty two percent of our Premier League <laughs> season have come against Chelsea. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's incredible. But I mean. Uh, granted, I know that they were down to they were down to ten men, but I don't think anything could be taken away from the whole team. It was a fantastic team performance. We just kept at it, and I think that's the thing. The last, we've, the last couple of games, we've not played badly. It's just we haven't got an end product. Whereas against Chelsea, it was there. Yeah, it was I mean, good. Digney looks like he's got goals in him, but he seems to find himself offside a lot, doesn't he? Which um, isn't great because hmm. he's, 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 he's not used to playing that ball at this West Brom. He gets <laughs> he gets excited. <laughs> it's just so weird how you did it. You, look, you did it so easily. You, you suddenly just you turned it on, and then you. I mean, if if I just came into this game, I'd do nothing. I I would not think you were in the in, in relegation zone. You played so well attacking wise. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck it came from. 
no, I completely agree. As I said, this, this this is the best I've seen us play. I think Pereira had the had his best game of the season. Um, Joy and Bartley were fantastic at the back. Furlong was incredible uh, going forward and defending. Uh, Maitland-Niles had a really good game as well. Phillips, tank, the whole team played really well. This is the thing. I can't single out anybody and say this was the, 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 it was an individual performance. Okay, yeah, granted Pereira will get Pereira did get man of the match, and I couldn't understand why he scored two goals. He assisted, but the whole team played really well. And I think Callum Robinson coming on um, as well just gave us another attacking outlet against them. And Chelsea just could not cope. And this is a team that hasn't conce- that hasn't conceded. I think they've conceded two goals as a two-two. Yeah, somewhat somewhat crazy like that. They've been uh, very well organised defensively under Tuchel normally. They, they destroyed Atletico Madrid. Like, it's just, I, I just can't compute this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they made Atletico Madrid look quite ordinary, really. Yeah. And, and they aren't an ordinary team either. It's very exactly. strange. Oh, I think Reese is gone again. Right. We'll have to. Carol, at least he got, at least he got that spiel. Uh, out of yeah. the way, do you want to get, get on to you there? Know, do you want to get on to Arsenal? We might as well just move on to Arsenal. Uh, well, uh, we might as well let, let Reese kind of say a little bit more. Reese, can you oh, hear us? That? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't oh, gone, I could still hear you. <laughs> oh, really? It, it, it looked like you, you couldn't talk. Sorry for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but no, it was just it, it was just nice to see that we were playing that well, and it's frustrating that it took us this long to play this well. and but I know Sam Allardyce come out this week and said we have to get seven wins out of the, the, the last six wins out of the last eight games or something like that. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. That ain't going to happen. You might as well just <sighs> go for it every game now. And yeah, I mean, I mean, if you play plan, like this, at least, at least to, give yourself some dignity. Nothing to lose, nothing to gain. So you, they might as well just throw a caution to the wind from now on. No, I agree. I agree completely with it. It's it, it's something we need to do and. I mean, granted, the fixtures we've got coming up, we've got an easy fixture against Arsenal coming up soon, and easy. <laughs> and we, we've got we, we've got two derbies as well. We've got Villa, we've got Wolves to, to play in that as well, and it's 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 going to be every game. Every there's eight games left. Every game now has to be a cup final. Yeah, I think that's how they approach it. Must win. No point in sitting back and trying to defend. You you got to go out and and win. Exactly, exactly. I mean, just some stats from this. So this is the first time Chelsea have conceded four goals since Arsenal beat them five three uh, in, tw- in since October twenty eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and this is this is only our second time scoring five goals in the Premier League. The last one against Wolves in twenty twelve. So it, it was just an incredible game. And did you score five against us? Yeah, there was a way that this is second of five. Ah. five from home, sorry. Um, but do you know that <laughs> uh, Samuel Dice is the first manager to win away at Sanford Bridge with three different clubs as well, which is oh, just right. exactly. Bolton, Palace and uh, West Brom. He was a man who defeated Mourinho at Stamford yeah, Bridge as well. He's obviously got a magic touch against Chelsea. <sighs> Can we just play Chelsea every week? <laughs> <laughs> we, we might do something then, but I'm just got a little. It's just uh, it, one hand. I'm really happy. The other hand, I'm just. It's too little, too late. Yeah, 
sort of thing. So, and I'm gutted about it. Hopefully, we can press on. Hopefully, we can press on. I mean, as long as you're entertaining, I think, you know. And it didn't help that um, Fulham won again, did it? They seem to be able to pick up these wins, don't they? Yeah, we've got a game in hand on Fulham, though. No, Fulham lost. Fulham lost to Villa. Oh, did they? I thought they won. No, they lost. No, 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 no. I don't know, what I'm, I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Because then they came back late on. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, it's a load of late goals. Time, a load of late goals, wasn't it? Do apologise. <laughs> yeah, they lost 3-1, which made me happy. But we've got a game in hand on, um, on Fulham anyway. So hopefully we win that. That takes us between, if we win that game in hand, it takes us within two points of them. That takes us within... I can do my maths. I can't do it, man. Four points. Takes me four points off 17th. So I think it's a straight fight between us, Fulham, and Newcastle to go down this season. Mm. Fight is on. Oh, God, it bloody is, and I'm not happy about it. But we now move on to the funny result. <laughs> Liam. Uh, Liverpool, three. Arsenal, nil. <sighs> How do you feel, Liam? You know what? I'm actually really happy. I, you know, Liverpool have been, you know, my team, Liverpool have been doing really badly recently. Um, and we've got the Champions League game coming up. So um, I, I think it's good that we finally hit some form. And, um, you know, we, we had a really tough game, but I think we really overcame it after, you know, a lot of struggle. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really happy. Do you want to do yeah, keep stop bullshitting, mate. Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, what, what the fuck do you even say about this game? Oh, Jesus. I, uh, I mean, I think I can't... <laughs> I just can't be fucking arsed at this point. Oh, God. I mean, we can't talk about it, like, off the call. It seems like we're, you know, one step forwards, one step back. It's just... It's just very, very irritating at this point. Because, you know, we, we had great performances against people like, you know, Chelsea and Spurs. And, you know, we, I mean, we seem to be really going places at some points. I mean, it didn't really help that we had people missing. But still, I, I, I expected a lot more fight in this. Um, I, but, I mean, I do have to give some credit to Liverpool. I mean, I thought Fabinho was brilliant in handling Odegaard. Alexander Arnold, I thought this is a bit. Uh, this is the best I've seen him play for ages. So I think he has a point to prove. Um, and Jota, I mean, Jota is just Jota's just fucking class. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we 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 really miss Thomas Party. No, um, we really really miss David Luiz, and I think we really really miss Xhaka. I mean, you know, they they are kind of joke players, but I mean. Jesus, we, we looked completely lost, to be honest. Yeah, Bamiyang looked a complete shell of himself in his new gangster rapper. He looks like he's channeling Jovenia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's trying to be Travis Scott. But yeah, I mean, Bamiyang is... I, I have to admit, I am a little bit worried. And I mean, it, it, hey, if he turns on during the Europa League and he gets us Champions League football somehow, I, I you know... 
I, I I'm more than happy to forgive him, but it, it is it is a bit worrying at this point. You've got more chance of making the Champions League than I have of flying to the moon. We have, we have four games. Four games is not impossible to win. It's Arsenal. <laughs> I know. Well, who knows? I mean, mate, the, I, I watched this. I watched the full the full game, and honestly, it was how Liverpool didn't win by more. Mm. First, I know, half, I know. first half, they absolutely battered you. I was very yeah. surprised at how lackluster the Arsenal were in this match. I must admit. Nobody had a good game for Arsenal. Nobody. Sabayos was absolute dog shit. Aubameyang was just poor. Party was rubbish. Um, Possibly Tierney was your best player. I I will say Gabriel, I thought thought he really put in a good effort. I mean, he wasn't perfect, but I I, I thought he did a good job considering how bad the team was, in fairness. Gave the ball away a lot, though. Yeah, he did. I, I, I mean, for the, I think it's the second goal. I, I think he really should have done a little bit better. But I somehow, I mean, the fact that I think he was our best player on the night, I think that says a lot as well. Yeah, I mean, let, you would. Let's be honest. You were just absolutely shocking the whole game, and it wasn't even. It, it wasn't even funny. To, to it, it was just hilarious to see this. The fact that a team that was. That showed promise last season to go on and build this season. Just they've gone backwards. I don't think they've gone forwards at all. I think they've just been really poor. I think um, Lacazette and Aubameyang cannot play together. They cannot be in the same team as each other because they just it, it takes away Aubameyang from his best position, which is in the middle. It takes Aubameyang away from there. Mm. Um, but you know, let's not let's not all be all doom and gloom about Arsenal. So this it's not all about Arsenal. Liverpool. This was a Liverpool of old. Of last season, the last couple of seasons, this was a Liverpool that was just clinical. Yeah, as Liam said, uh, not just Alexander-Arnold, but the whole team played like they had a point to prove. And yeah, they played really well. And I don't think I ever realised how good Jota was until he joined Liverpool. He's been absolutely outstanding. I mean, I can like it. I laughed. And then paid forty-five billion pay for him. I said, "Well, that that, that's ridiculous." Yeah, same, same. But it's looking like a signed investment. They missed him. They, when he was injured, they missed him big time. Mm-hmm. They really did. Well, um, one thing I will say about them, though, I think they could be a little bit more clinical. I mean, like you said, they had a lot more chances to score and they really should have scored a lot more. Yeah, but... It's down been... to Arsenal, but it's also down to them. True, but, you know, that might... They absolutely fucking battered you. Let's be honest. I mean, oh no, but I'm saying they they should have scored. They should have been up by six. I mean, yeah, I I, I get that. I mean, you look at it. They they had sixty shots on sixty shots on goal, seven on target, three were blocked. Um, Arsenal had three shots the whole game. For a team at home, that's just absolutely shocking. Uh, they had sixty four percent possession. Um, they're just in every area. They were just so much more better than Arsenal, and it's it, it's the, the the golfing class between Liverpool and Arsenal now. It's not even close. It's 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 hilarious how bad it is. And um, but I just want to talk about Trent Alexander-Arnold though. Very 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 unlucky that he was dropped out of the England squad, and I can't understand why he was dropped out of the England squad. Yeah, it's a bit I, of a strange I think, one. I think but... it's to be honest. Why? Maybe it's done him good if it's. Uh... 
giving him a kick up the backside to improve his game. Uh, I'm just gonna. I, I'm just confused by Liam. Liam, why is it a good thing? I don't think he's been particularly good this season. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I don't think that's really much of a secret. But whenever he's played for, in, for England, he hasn't been particularly great either. I mean, we know how we know he struggles defensively. Jesus, I don't know what that is. But I mean, fucking friend said to be fucking screamer video. The bastards. Fucking yeah, but I, I mean, if if it's just going by the England team, I I I personally wouldn't have brought him with me to be honest. I think I I I mean this. I think you're wrong. I still I still think he's the best right back England have got. Into I mean, I don't see in any universe why Kieran Trippier is better than Trent Alexander Arnold. But it's all about system. No, I don't. He seems to be a seems to be a favourite of Southgate, and we've all seen it down the years when an England manager has got a favourite, no matter. How poor their perform is. It seems to be really difficult to dislodge them. I, I, I get that, but I mean, I'm not saying it's right, but yeah. I'm just saying that's what it seems to be like. But also, here's a question: How many good performances has Trent had this season? Like, like when he's had to defend, how many good defensive performances has has he had? He's had a few. I can't think of many. I, 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 I couldn't count them in two hands, that's for sure. I, I get that, but I mean, I'd rather have Trent in my England team any day of the week. Yeah, I, I mean, he's more—he's a bit more of like a winger or a, like a right midfielder, though. I mean, I mean, the, that, 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 that's a, a whole debate for another day, anyway. But I—I I, I mean, it's a, it's a debate we could have now. I mean, I—I I don't see in England. I don't see how he doesn't get the Euro squad. I really don't. I mean, Klopp. Klopp's and said he's the best full, best right back in England. I have to agree. I have to. I have to agree with him. He's the best right back in England. Well, I think he'll. I think when it comes to selecting the squad, he'll he'll be in the Euro squad. Mm. Mm. I'd be amazed if he isn't. Yeah, if Trent's not in there, then there's something really, really bad. It's it's it'll be important if he's not in the England squad, um, but. I, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think. Get positives for this game for us. I don't think there was no positives at all. And... Not in this game, no. But I mean... they might have. They might have saved themselves a bit for Euro, Europa League, perhaps. Maybe. I mean, I mean, look. This is football. One week we we can praise the team. Next week we'll say that absolutely fucking shy. It, it, it is kind of what it is. I I, I do see kind of. A way that Arsenal were going, I think that our positives and our negatives. Not this game particularly, but I think generally, like recently, I, I think there have been some positives. Yeah, but this little times. But see, this is the thing. This this is what Arsenal want to be. Arsenal want to be in the Champions League places. Arsenal want to be in Europe. They're going to have to try and beat these teams. And Arsenal struggle big time against these teams, and it just shows that Arsenal are nowhere near to be no, nowhere near. Europe to, to be challenged for the European places, they don't deserve it. There are so no, many, bad... but, um, also, and... also, but also, these kind of games happen though, as well. But th- th- that's the thing that I'm just saying that this is what Arsenal want to be at. This is the level Arsenal want to be at, and Arsenal nowhere near this level. No, we, 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 need, we need to buy a lot more players, and I think this summer is going to be this summer is going to be key. Well, that, 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 that brings that's, that brings me on to our our topic. 
um, because uh, Ian, I, I had a fantastic uh, thing sent to me. Um, one second. Sorry, guys. Just going to make sure I've got this video turned off. <laughs> oh, He's watching porn again whilst recording. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, it's my fucking friend sent me you know, the screamer videos. Oh. Um, but the, the question I've got to ask is, this is a big topic. Have Arsenal really progressed under Mikel Arteta? Now, before you say anything, I have Arsenal Wenger's last 50 games, Emery's mm. 51 games, and Arteta's 50 games, all right? Yeah, I've seen this. Mm. Okay, so Wenger won 27, Emery 25, Arteta 21. Arteta drew 12, Emery 13, Wenger 7, Wenger lost 16, Emery 13, Arteta's lost 17. Um, they've scored less goals. Conceded less, okay. I'll grant them that they conceded less. However, is this really progression? Carl? Not really. I think uh I think it's more of a case of standing still, really. I mean it's not a, a massive gap and I think for quite a while, a good five, six years, maybe longer than that. They've just been the, the you, you see it, you say all the time the same old Arsenal, they'll be They'll always seem to beat certain teams and they'll always seem to lose against certain teams as well. And every time they look like they're making progress, they'll uh, take a few steps backwards and go on a really bad run. And it just seems to be a, a vicious cycle. And Liam says about bringing in players, we put in Alex Party, who I'd heard a lot of good things about. And he doesn't seem to have done, done a lot. Thomas Party, sorry, I'm thinking of the singer. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to have done a. He doesn't seem to have done a great deal. I haven't seen. I've seen flashes, like Pepe. He's disappointed, really. I I I don't see any progression at all. I think if anything, they've gone backwards. Okay. Yes. Okay. They've they've conceded less goals, and you know, but he's he's improved the defence. However. He's neglected the attack, and the attack has suffered big time. I mean, yes, okay, granted, they've had they've got some good players in there, like Smith Rowe, Saka, uh, Lacazette, Aubameyang, etc. But they can't all play together. Lacazette and Aubameyang cannot do it. And I like Mikel Arteta, but I think this is—I don't think he was ready for the Arsenal job. It feels a bit like Frank Lampard, mm. club legend coming back. Has he actually him? managed? Has he actually managed anyone himself? I mean, no. he was like no. Pep's assistant, wasn't he? Basically, Pep, yeah, he, he was Guardiola's assistant, and Pep Pep said he was ready. And he, okay, yeah, when I, when he came in, Hossel played really well when he, when when they first came in. He he, he changed them. They looked really good. Had them play football. They looked more, um, they, they looked more positive going forward. And okay, they won the FA Cup. Uh, when no one thought they would win the FA Cup, but this season, when you know he's had a transfer window to bring his players in and to stamp his authority on the team, he's been there for over a year now, and it just feels like it's stagnant and it's. It, I don't think they've progressed. I really don't think they've progressed, and it's I'm very it's very hard trying to find an Arsenal fan who says yes they have because a lot of Arsenal fans, no, they they're they're more frustrated than ever. And it just showed how important Arsene Wenger was to Arsenal, i.e. like folks who was to Man United. Very, yeah, very hard to replace. Definitely. Mm. I definitely see similar effects that for us when like, Fergie left Arsenal have definitely taken the, 
a few steps backwards since Wenger left. Well, one thing I will say, though, and I mean, I mean, Wenger, I think he's he's in a class of his own. I, 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 I'm not going to compare Arteta to Wenger. I, I saw no identity under Emery, and that, that I, I found it very, very frustrating. I have to be honest. It seems like a lot of the time he was kind of depending on Lacazette and Aubameyang to kind of score. And that kind of was kind of the main thing that, you know, he kind of depended on. He couldn't really manage the team or anything like that. I mean, one thing I don't like about Arteta, he seems way too pragmatic. He seems a lot more concerned about trying to nullify the other teams rather than stamping his authority against other teams. Like, because uh, when I think of the good results of Arsenal, I think of... I mean, Arsenal under Arteta, I think of when we beat Man, Man United in, I think it's his third game in charge, in charge uh, Southampton game. And, and those games, we kind of took, you know, we kind of took it to the opponent. We, we were pressing. We were like, a lot more proactive. But it just doesn't seem like kind of trying to nullify, sit back. It, it doesn't seem to work, at least in this formation. It kind of works when we played three at the back, but... I don't know. It's it's hard to tell at the moment, but at least I can kind of see he's... Personally, I, I, I don't know why, but I feel like he is going somewhere, at least a lot more than Emery. I, uh, I've i only seen Arsenal play really well in two games this season, and that was Fulham and West Brom. That's it. Um, they played well against Chelsea, I think, didn't they? They had a good result against Chelsea, didn't they, if I remember correctly? Yeah, I'll save a Chelsea game. Who else do you any other one I can think of? So that's 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 three that's three games with thirty. Mm, I I think we've had very good moments against other teams. I don't think we necessarily won or drew all those games though. No, but I'm just saying I've only seen three complete Arsenal performances, and that was against two teams in the bottom three, and a team that were lacking confidence under Frank Lampard. Mm. Fair enough. I, 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 but then it's, I, I genuinely would do this. I'd bring in, an, I'd bring in a manager. I'd bring in another manager, but I'd drop Arteta to assistant. But uh, things I, I don't know who we, who we would bring in. Allegri. Maybe. I, I mean, He's... would he go to our, Would he go to Arsenal in that current state? He rejuvenated AC Milan, and AC Milan were kind of in the same state Arsenal were. And then he went, to, obviously, then he went to Juventus the year after. But it's let, let's be honest, Arsenal still are a big club. That's the thing. So Arsenal do have that certain pulling power, mm. and no. they're in London. They're in London, which is prime location. They're in. They've got a fantastic stadium. They've got fantastic, uh, fantastic um, resources they can use. But it's. What they need, though, they need. Um, I think they need a manager, not a coach. They need a manager, and also they need an owner who is interested in football. I mean, it it, it does feel like we're definitely at, at a kind of stage where we are. We need to rebuild a lot. I mean, we have a lot of players which we really shouldn't kind of have in our team. Which I mean, whether that be to <clears> three <throat> regimes, whether that be to just down to mistakes in management. I mean, Do you think it's time for Aubameyang to go? I mean, he's had a very spotty season this year. Well, no, disciplinary no one, troubles. And... No one's going to take him. That's, that is the issue. No, no one's I, going to take I, Aubameyang. 
I know Bamian could go anywhere and he'd rejuvenate his career. I'd but things like if I'd get rid of one of them, I'd get rid of Lacazette. Well, yeah, I think that's going to be a possibility. You're saying that though. I, I, I mean, things with Lacazette. He, 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 he actually plays for the team. And, and to be honest, it, it feels like when the players kind of play for the manager and they follow the tactics, usually we actually come out with a decent result at the very least. But I mean, Liverpool, it just seemed like no one really believed in him, which was just a bit of, which just I don't know. It's really frustrating because I see really positive signs, and then I see stuff that just really frustrates me. I think I think another thing as well, and I think fancy to realise that Arsenal are not a big, not a, a title challenger anymore. That they, they have to resign the fact they're going to be mid-table for a while. That's the, that's the thing we need to build. And to be honest, even if Arteta is not the man, I kind of trust him to at least choose some good players. Because I, I, I mean. I like to think he at least knows what some good players are. You'd hope so, but I, I, I can't see it happening under Arteta. I really can't see any progress. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, we're not always going to agree on everything. And I, I do know what you mean. I mean, yeah, uh, and I think that I think the stats of the 50, these first 50 games prove that the fact that Arsenal haven't progressed at all. They've, it's just stagnant. It's, have they regressed? They've regressed going forward. They've scored less goals. And, I mean, you know, as good as your defence may be, goals win your games and also aren't scoring enough goals, clearly. He's too right. defensive. He's too defensive. He's too negative sometimes against teams and it, it's, it costs you. And I think, I, th- I genuinely think, end of the season, I think Arteta's gone. I do think he should be personally, but, but I, again, that's just because I I think that I'd like to think that there is a direction that we are kind of going in. I have a feeling they'll hold on to him, you know. I mean, but this I think they've, they've, I understand the 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 sentimental value is going to be there for Arteta. Um, well, he's not though. I I bloody hated him as a player. <laughs> Boy, yeah, but you sort of I I absolutely hated him. Tail end of his but... career, didn't you? Oh, I, I, he, he was really frustrating for us at some points. I thought he was a great player for Arsenal. I really he did. He was at I some points, but he was. Yeah, I, I feel, but I, I feel, I felt bad for him. But I, I really thought he was pretty crap, to be honest. But anyway, okay, you're wrong, but okay. Um, but I, I, I think he goes, and I think that they need to, they, they need to get a manager with experience in that team, and. And that's the thing. Arteta's not a manager; he's a coach. And Arsenal don't need a coach. They need, as I said, they need a manager. And yeah. they've they've not progressed. They've gone backwards in my in my eyes. They just look slow out the gate. They just don't look like they just don't look like a team that can play good football. They play they occasionally play good football, and that's it. You need to play good football for ninety minutes, not 10, 15 minutes. And I know, to be honest, I can. I mean, my, my, I've, it's very easy. F- and I, I know I can say, "Oh, you support West Brom, your team plays shit football." Hence why I can. Hence why I can say this: we play good football for 10, 15 minutes and we shit for seventy-five. And it's rare that we actually do play full ninety minutes of good football. I.e., look look what happened when we did. We scored five goals against Chelsea. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm just wary of kind of like jumping the gun and making like snap judgments. I mean, a lot of things kind of depend on a lot of context and 
I know, I know this sounds like I'm, I'm, make, I'm talking complete bollocks, but I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, I'm trying not to be clouded by the Liverpool result because it was fucking awful. Like, I'm, I'm not denying that in, in, in the slightest. I'm not just looking at Liverpool result. I'm looking at all of them. And uh, and and those stats, they, I mean, you, you look at it, football always go down to stats and results. And those stats really don't paint Arteta in a good light. True, but I mean, the stats don't always reveal everything. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see how you do on Thursday if they play play better on Thursday. I'm wondering if you sort of you're giving up on the league and you're putting all your sort of um, eggs in the Europa League basket. I mean, I, I think that's our only chance of having any success for the season. And I mean, like I said, four four wins isn't impossible. I, no, I, know, sure. I know we're not particularly playing well, but if if we can play well for, what is that, 360 minutes? No, a bit more than that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I'm the teams, teams are, though, aren't they? Exactly. This is the t- I mean, look at the teams in Europa League. You've got Ajax, you've got Roma, you've got Slavian Pride, you've got Zagreb, Villarreal, Granada, Man United. Out of all those teams, I can see but Ajax... United, Villarreal. They're your big. I mean, I, I genuinely worry for Arsenal if they got any of them. True, but I mean, you know, it only takes you know, it only takes one match. So, someone can have someone can have an off game. Someone can play really well. I mean, look, look at the end of last season. We we beat Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea in the space of two weeks, and we were nowhere near as good as those teams. You beat a Liverpool team that couldn't be asked. You beat a Man City team that couldn't be asked. Mm. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. I mean, it was Liverpool won the league. They, they sort of went off the boil then, didn't they? And, and Man City. I mean, I'm you know, I'm not taking. Man City still a good team though. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not taking anything away, but you, you, I mean, if you did this in the middle of the season when these teams were on their on their on fire, then yeah, but you didn't. You played them at the end of the season, and then granted you have to beat who was in front of you, but it was uh, it, it was two teams that were that that, that one had won the league and one was second. They they no one was catching them. So, but granted, no, I, I mean, granted, but I'm I'm just saying, like you know, results can happen. No, I mean I wouldn't write them out of Europe as we said before. They wouldn't. They, we wouldn't have put money on them to win the FA Cup. But it is going to be very difficult, but. I wouldn't put it past Arsenal, to be honest. <sighs> I would. I mean, I, I can't see Arsenal. I mean, I, th- I, I think Slavia Prague beat them. I really do. Well, I, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me either. But... <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I just, I can't fight. I'm struggling to find positives for Arsenal this season. And I, I think, I think Slavia Prague beat them. I really do. And I don't think they beat them by an away goal or anything like that. I think they beat them convincingly. Anyway, Patrick's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored of this now. <laughs> I mean, mate, I've had it all fucking season how shit my team is. So, take it. Enjoy it. I always probably take it. <sighs> what what <laughs> goal are you a little rude? Uh, I've got one in there in the podcast. All right, so the pack. So, 
we, we leave this subject because Liam's going to cry, but we're here for our favourite segment. <laughs> it's it's my dad, your dad, everybody's dads. It is the Patricks. Now, um, I, 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 who won out of you? I know I won because mine was in automatically, but who won out of you two? Uh, Liam did. I can't remember what mine was. No, no, Carl, you go first then, because I don't want to hear about Liam's, Liam's uh, pick. So, Carl, what is your choice for the Patricks this week? OK, I'm going out to the football again. And I know it was a few weeks ago now, but a, a special on uh, BBC iPlayer just reminded me uh, of uh, Sabine Smith's uh, passed away in March. Really terrific driver, really terrific personality. So uh, I'm putting her in. You took mine. So, I'm getting good at that, aren't I? You are. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, um, I'm going to watch the, the, the Top Gear special on it because Jeremy Clarkson's back on it. He's, mm. gonna do, he's a little piece for it. Um, God, what am I going to pick? Oh, you know what? I'm going to pick West Brom. Um, pulled a great performance out, one five two, and it was a lovely thing to see. So I'm going to pick West Brom, but um, I've already made my choice. Liam? Um... Uh... Well, in that case, uh, I'm going to go for um, Ian Wright's podcast. Um, I think it's called Everyday People. And I listened to one of the episodes earlier this week about um, a teacher with stammer, uh, with a stammer. And um, it, it, it kind of, I thought it was very sweet. And uh, it was nice to kind of see some representation of people with stammers, you know, particularly as I have one myself. So, yeah, which is really, really nice to see. And I thought it was a really, 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 really informative and very interesting podcast. So fair play to Ian. Yeah, three. I think, you know, fantastic, fantastic choice. Um, I am going to make an executive decision as I am the lord and dictator of said podcast. Uh, I'm going to vote for both of yours because both are fantastic causes. Both are fantastic things in their own right. So I vote for both of yours. Yeah, well, I'll vote for both if uh, we're allowed to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. In that case, I'll, I'll, vote, I'll vote for both of ours as well then. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's it's Smeen Schmidt's fantastic driver, presenter, had a long battle with cancer, and uh, may she rest in peace. And it's mm-hmm. nice to get people, not nice to get awareness for people with stammers because it's not something you hear a lot about. So you don't um, really, do you? It's not one that gets a lot of. Publicity and whatnot. It does probably. So. Uh, King George is probably the most famous. Mm. Yeah, King Speech, very good, very good film, very good film to watch. Um, so there we are, boys. We we bring another week of the Premier League uh, down. Um, you know, I very much enjoyed this weekend of the Premier League. Uh, I don't know why. It was uh, it was just it was a nice nice weekend to watch football. It was nice to talk football with you boys. Um, and before we go, let's do our plug. So, Carl, where can we find you? You can find me at uh, Carlos underscore 80. Um, no, it's not that. Oh, God, I can't remember what my fingers is now. It's Carlos underscore fire 80, is it? Oh, I can't really remember now. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. I know it's rogue underscore opinions on Twitter and Instagram. So just go there. <laughs> Fuck you now. Oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> um, my God. Um, I'm going to give... Um, I'm, I'm gonna, for my plug, I'm going to give it to Chelsea because I'm really glad that they didn't make 
my team the most embarrassing team from London this week. So Chelsea FC <laughs> on Twitter. Thank you for saving uh, my blushes. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Arsenal's 1995. Uh, and yeah, boys, it's been a pleasure. But until next week, uh, goodbye. Goodbye.